I'm allergic to peanuts actually. <laughs> no, it's joking. <laughs> but I am allergic to peanuts. 第一瓶花生酱出来的味道是怎样呢？呃呃，就是可能 from YouTube， isn't it? Okay, let's go. <laughs> Story time. Hello Joseph, hello Debbie， 欢迎来到我们的 showroom。Welcome to our showroom here。And then today 就是呃、uh, ，thank you for making the time for the interview 啦。So I will just jump into the question， okay？ So we learned that you start your entrepreneur journey very early in 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 life。I mean just right after SBM。Can you just tell me how it all started？ When we first started， 呃、uh, ，we we didn't we didn't straight away jump into the business。We actually worked for about About one year plus doing very very odd jobs, from being an insurance agent to being magicians for kids parties and all those a lot of weird weird odd jobs. Anything can earn us a buck or two. We will most probably be in. Uh, so after about saving uh twenty thousand for a year plus minus, uh we venture out into our own business lah. So uh at that time I was about twenty years old. Debbie was about eighteen years old lah. When I first started that, I actually dropped drop off from college. Okay. I was in a psychology field, so,、uh, and then Debbie was waiting for SPM result, right? Yes. Yeah. So at that time,、uh, I didn't know what I want to do in my life, but I just knew that I know college university isn't for me. So when I first met her, you know, like love at first sight. Okay, love is blind, and then I was blinded. Yeah, like that, right? So we work hard, and you know,、uh, at some point in time, I thought that hey, I might not be very academically.、Uh, Bright up here, but I'm very blessed to have two hands and two legs, and therefore,、uh, I wanted to create something that was our our own. Okay, that we can own it, and I can take care of her for the rest of her life. I was really thinking like ten, twenty years ahead of time, and even though it was like couple months of just dating, I'll say I I told myself I'm gonna marry her. That was the that was the idea behind it, lah. 其实一开始呢，我是没有说呃对未来有什么打算，因为嗯。Um, 呃，传统的教育下来呢，我们 after S B M 都是就准备要去大学啊，这样子嘛，对不对？呃，当时他就告诉我他要去创业了，然后嗯，我那时候也没有想太多，那时候很天真，很还小嘛，也不会想，然后就跟着他就我们就去冲了咯。嗯，我是纯粹是支持他去创业的。哦，那是十八岁，卜卜吹还是什么都不知道啊，跟我一样啊。就有天走啊，现在。<laughs> But I'm curious 啊 ，How was your family reactions? I mean, like you drop off from college,、mm. and then and then you wanted to do something like、mm. out of the ordinary path lah. Let us say that. So what was your family's reactions? I guess in their perspective, they are not wrong. Uh, long story short, it it was not okay for them. Ah,、uh. they didn't give the hey, just go ahead. They were like, no, no, no. So. And I said why? Then they said, you know, you could have finished your college, finished your university, and do whatever you like. But I was thinking that you know, four years is heck of a long time, you know, and I could do a lot of things in four years. Although I don't know what to do now, but at least I'm going out, getting some inspiration. So I guess both of our parents, okay, they they just they just think that.、Uh, Because of their experience, probably because both of us are not from very rich family, so、mm. they work very hard to be where they are today. So they didn't want us to go through that, and they try to, you know, like tell us, "Hey, 不要这样子 don't like this. You know, you have to finish your 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 education. You know, and you're like, 'No, this is not for me. I'm not going to live the the life that you want.' And we did what we want. 
uh, and slowly but surely uh, we, we make them feel more at ease uh, ultimately parents they love us they just need mm. that assurance to say that hey my kid's doing really well you know and uh, he's, he's not stealing he's not lying and he's earning an honest living and yeah that's, that's what they want ultimately and that's what we gave them uh, in, in the assurance part uh. But hers was different. She's a straight A student. <laughs> what? So very, very smart here, you know. And there's a lot of sponsorship from a lot of university. And she said no to them. My father didn't care about us. But my mother was very, 然后在那个时候我妈妈也是很反对了因为我们去做那个销售的时候其实是要去跟一个团队住在一个家里所以是蛮 很，如果我是父母，我可能也会担心我孩子，你知道，so 当时候去摆布的时候啊他有带我们的就是他有时候也会送饭给我们吃哦就是好像口头上是觉得不支持可是行动上他还是默默的去摆布你们哦嗯他们他们他们他们他们他们他们他们他们他们他们他们他们他们
product has very low wastage because we don't like to waste food what is very nutritious and doesn't need a lot of education okay and then we thought eh peanut butter okay because uh, it has a lot of nutrient and one of the articles on how to escape a zombie apocalypse and survive it is to get a lot of those long preserving, preserving food like dry nuts, canned food and one of them was actually peanut butter because to give you protein maybe you can run faster okay so that's why I wanted to do uh, peanut butter and it was really uh, in a way easy to make at the same time not easy why easy? because there's only like one to three ingredients okay peanut, sugar, salt, that's all but in that three ingredients there's a whole new world of making it taste wonderful you know so that's why we wanted to do that it was challenging and simple at the same time so we don't need to tell people hey uh, do you know what's peanut butter obviously they know what's peanut butter mm-hmm. but how do we bring that new age how do we, do we tell them hey this is the Malaysian taste this is what Joby is mm-hmm. uh, that was the new exciting challenge bringing old school product with a new school way of delivering results marketing packaging I see, mm. but it still go to peanut butter because when it comes to peanut butter, uh, before mm. I know about a little about Joby, uh, mm. it's always uh, I will choose the lady uh, choice. Lady choice is like the cheaper one, uh, and then and then we will go for uh, white water pie. That's it. Mm. So mm. were you like, did you ever mm. think about hey, how am I going to compete with them uh, with all this? Ladies' Choice is a very strong brand, mm-hmm. come on. Mm-hmm. And then with the price also. Mm-hmm. And then for overseas brand, mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. They're, they're famous because they are overseas. Yes, yes. So yes. did you have any concern about that? Did you even mm-hmm. think of that part when you jump into this? I think both of us were very naive. I was 20, she was 18. So all those really smart MBA type of thesis and knowledge wasn't in our mind. It was like, I'm young, I'm going to conquer the world right now. Correct or not, Debbie? Mm. Okay, so we're going to conquer the world. And we didn't know what business model is. We didn't know what acquisition cost is. We didn't know the ratio of this and that, the golden triangle, whatever are those things. And now we know, wow, it's a scary word, you know, because Skippy actually have their own peanut farm. That's why their cost is low. It's not to say their quality is bad, you know. Mm. They have been making peanut butter since forever, before I was even wearing diapers also. So they are good because they are good, not because they are bad. But we do know what is our USP, a unique selling point. We are doing all natural, so we're not fighting against them, but we have we are in our own ball game. Uh. So it didn't cross my mind until up to now, probably. Up to recently, up to recently. Okay, so it pays to be, to be naive uh, at some point of time. Ignorance is a bliss, uh, but cannot stay ignorant forever. Uh. Can you share with us, uh, I mean, like some of the challenges you encountered during the early days? Because we Okay, let me tell you a story from long, 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 long time ago. <laughs> when we first made peanut butter, it was, and I'm being very, very polite to myself, Edila. Okay. It was tut. <laughs> very very bad because we didn't know how we, we, we can barely survive making Maggie did and this is something that we've never done so at first we didn't know we had to like uh, how to clean the peanut butter and all not and we soaked those peanuts in water and you cannot cook 
wet peanuts and it turned it turned burnt so we didn't know we thought like, oh okay it looks okay because every day you you look at it you you don't look at other peanut butter you think it's okay because mamu or another thing so then we, we, we went and sell this this uh this burnt peanut butter to some aunties because we were selling at bazaars mm. and then we were selling in front of a toilet so it tastes it smells like shit in the area and it tastes like shit with our peanut butter <laughs> so it's like double whammy double kill us you know then the aunties like Wait, how can you sell this? You want me? You want, you want me end up in the hospital or something? Is it? We know our objective. What was it? Indeed? We want to go bazaar. We want to find two types of people. We want to look for mm. auntie that that probably has no filter and call you for whatever you really are, and we want to meet businessmen to teach us how to do business. So then a lot of trials and errors, and we have like towers and towers of failed products, you know. And Debbie was like, wow, this is like taller than me. It is tower. <laughs> Every day when we came home, because it was a home-based business, uh, mm-hmm. wow, this is like taller than me. So, you know, uh, it was it was definitely fun, no doubt. Uh, it was very chaotic, but I guess we enjoyed it and we learned to embrace the chaos and mm-hmm. the rejection and it became who we are today. La. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a blessing disguised. Because you cannot find 60 ringgit booth a day at that point of time in a major uh, mall. mall mm-hmm. We were in Times Square, you know. And the, the I went, I remember very well, I went there with a backpack, okay. That's the boss. Mm-hmm. The boss I need a booth. Uh. How much does it cost? So he blurted out a three-figure, a three-figure rent for me, and he said, "I don't have that kind of money. Can you give me something cheaper?" Then it's like, hmm, up to the end, toilet. Very bad, very bad. And he said, "I'll take it." <laughs> Challenge accepted. And oh, then it it really helped us because it lower our cost mm. and we the get. More I think more yeah. people will pass by, isn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> they everyone need to go toilet at some point of time. Uh, then we can sell to them and say, this is the great, great peanut butter. I like your spirit, okay? I think there challenge in our early days, because we are friends, and this is business. Friends Feelings communications. mix. 然后就会有很多的争吵 也会忽略大家的感受，因为我们都在想着办法可以怎样把这个生意做起来嘛。所以当当时候过了很多的磨合，呃，然后情侣间呢，一开始帕克呢跟真的是住在一起呢，又很不一样的哦。因为住在一起
So we were hoping that when we put Walau, people, oh, Walau is stopped by, then they, they see that. So after that, we met an executive that once sold his company to sold me. So he taught us a lot of great skills and, and he said, hey, you guys need to be international. And he taught us some skill on packaging. So we then went to something more internationally known. So that's why when we first started Jovi, people thought it wasn't from Malaysia. They thought it was something like from Australia or the, from the West, like, because it sounds very, very Angmoa. Mm, yeah, mm, mm, uh, mm, mm. So, uh, yeah, Wala was then buried away and then Joby was born. No? I mm. see. And then Joby was like officially born in 2015. Yeah. Because we were at my IPO, which is the place that we registered for trademark. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, in trademark, for those who don't know, you cannot register names that has meaning. So, you cannot mm. be like Nutty Licious because that's delicious there. So, you must make a name out of non meaning word like if you yeah. get what I mean. So then we joke law and say, hey, if we have a son, let's call it Joby, la, like Joseph and Debbie. And we, we have a daughter, we call it Dessa previously la, before wow. that event. So then we say, okay, uh, since this this peanut butter originally was my idea, mm. why not we call it Joby? Mm. And one day if you have your own baby, which is a new business of your own, we'll call it Dessert, mm. which we had like it's a side hustle of ours. La. Uh, small small one but this one is our main main goal for now so that's why we call it Jobio unlike some other SMEs they only currently shift to move to online business during the MCO right mm. but Joby I learned that even before you already moved online yes yes what was the push back then? Because that time, I don't think that online mm. selling food, especially, mm. Some more packed in glass jar, mm. fragile, and then something mm. like that. Uh, so why, why, why mm. do you have the idea to move mm. to online, even back then? Okay, when we first started, the first six months, we were in a bazaar. After six months, our wings were hardened and we wanted to fly. So we went to places like cafes, restaurants to consign our product. Mm. means they don't pay until it's being sold so after a period of time I got into an accident because I, I fell asleep so it was like fast and furious it I banged the wall and I lost my car <laughs> and I lost my leg almost la. so mm. I was bedridden and the doctor said I had to rest for about one to two months and I, I was like no I cannot rest one to two months I have bills to pay I have suppliers to pay this and that so wholesale was something that would probably take us a month or two to collect payment. We need cash upfront urgently because I had to pay, pay those bills and medical bills and whatnot. Mm. So we said, what is the fastest way we can make a turnover from our stock to cash? Mm. So then we thought, let's deal direct with the consumers because now we're going to the wholesalers, it's through a middleman. Right? But mm. if we go to people like uh, Jenny, we go to Samantha, straight away, hey Jenny, give me 20 bucks, this is my peanut butter. And Jenny will pay me 20 bucks. Right? So we went directly to Jenny and it was very, very stone age at the time. We just did a post and say, hey, buy our peanut butter now, we sent to your house. Then it was the PM PM era. Mm -hmm. Everyone was like PM PM, although it's illegal now, okay, so please yeah. don't do it if you guys are looking at this. But it works. So it went viral real quick. People was like, huh, peanut butter sell online, can me, want to try or not? Try law, okay law, then we send law. So I was on a tongkak with my wife and then we hired some friends to be our driver for the day and I remember wrecking his car because the stock was too heavy so mm. his bumper came off also <laughs> yeah we were on the bump and his bumper came off and we sent all over the place at that point of time me and her we were replying PMs day on day with no rest I was replying in the morning she was replying at the night so while we were replying she was 
peeling roasting, the peanut nut, the peanut peanuts. skins, roasting peanuts. I was replying while I was grinding peanuts and it was day on day and we could not sleep. And then, huh, inspiration came. MLM, how to make money in your sleep and be a billionaire. <laughs> and then, oh, okay, not a bad idea. And I took it the wrong way. La. I said, oh, let's create a website. Then we can create money while we are sleeping. Then we will be a billionaire, but we did not be a billionaire. La, but it will, at least we had sleep la, right now. So we created a website, www.jobinutbutter.com. And the cost was so low, you know. And that was 2016, around that. So okay. we created our first website, I think with 20 ringgit. And it's just, everything is just copy and paste, snap from photo, put on your website. And we begin selling nationwide. At first, just Clang Valley because we cannot drive to Johor, obviously. So after that, you know, nationwide, the orders were pouring in like, like crazy, you know. So that's how the, the website began. A lot of people didn't know, but we started offline. But then we went to online. Mm. And now we are both. Now we are 50% 50, 50 online, 50% offline. We supply to places like Eon, Jai Grocer, Village Grocer, and nationwide with uh, Singapore orders or so. Lah. When you first tried uh, to sell online and then you have to go through the courier, the delivery, have you ever concerned about the shipment? So at first, we were wrapping with bubble wrap and our damage rate was about 20%. So for every 10 parcels that go out, two will come back to us in glasses. So we were innovating, we were wrapping one layer, two layer, four layers, it still broke. And we innovate again and again, we customize our boxes to be thicker, we customize, we use newer technology. Ultimately, now our damage rate is below 1%, so it's 0. something something. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of innovation, a lot of uh, back and forth, scolding the supplier and being scolded back by the supplier. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start to have like proper teammates to join you? 2019. Yeah, 2016 is more like hiring part-timers, like mm. grinding the nuts, doing some packaging. But it's really until 2019 where we hire our first CEO to, to help us run our company. And after that, uh, mm. we, had, we had investors coming in, we had uh, more teammates coming in. So right now we are a uh, strong eight-person team. We heavily in uh, hired more people starting in 2020. La. Why did you have the idea to? Why did you make the decision to hire a CEO? Basically, I have this school of thought. If you're not good at something, let someone do it, la, mm. Okay. I, no doubt you see me being happy and and, and all this. I suck at running a business, la, <laughs> honestly. So if you suck at something, don't do it, la. So rely on people around you. And I, I told my, my now partner and CEO and said, Hey, I know how to make good peanut butter. I probably don't know how to run a business. So you want to join us and help run the business? And you you be the brains of Joby. I be the heart of Joby. So he handles the logical part, mm -hmm. the, the business making, the deal, the investments, the you know, the money stuff. And I handle and say what's cool, what's what what's next, what like you saw the recent uh, product we have the green pre spread yeah, the Macau yeah, hijau yeah. so these are all all me and those like Eon village more closer all this those are him so we segregate our job very well so mm -hmm. I don't want to be a business founder entrepreneur that says I'm gonna be Superman we're gonna do this ourselves to the end I want to be someone and aspire to someone who says hey we had a common dream let's move together and I'll bring in those people that have the same dream together and say, hey, we want to be Asians number one together, you know, let's go together. And then it's very fun, you know, when you work together with people like that. 
So that's why the new CEO came in. 其实这个也是很有缘分啦，因为我们是通过一个我们批发区的一个咖啡的那个 owner， 他认识这个 CEO， then 他就看到我们一个广告，那个广告嘞是一个用 peanut butter tea 讲毛的广告。<笑>很久以前，他剃他的脚毛。Understand why people look at me that way when I say that. 然后，然后那个 CEO Victor 他就觉得，哎，怎么这样奇怪的？他们会呃用皮蛋巴特剃脚毛这样搞笑？然后呃，皮蛋巴特在 online 卖可以咩？然后他就呃通过那个咖啡来联系到我们咯。通过呃几次的聊天过后，他就呃也是对我们有兴趣，他很乐意的分享，他教我们呃一些生意上的一些嗯。呃，知识啊，他也没有收钱，就很乐意一直教嘛，贵人来的，贵人哦，我们是很有缘分，可以、哦、就也是很感恩可以遇到他嗯，嗯，他也是为了我们放弃了一些更好的机会，然后来来陪我们一起 grow 这个 business 这样子哦。嗯 Twenty twenty, you know, is the is the dark chapter of Malaysia lah.、嗯、<笑> uh, the MCO one and two,、嗯、so all SMEs, I mean, they、嗯、they basically we all face the same struggles. So how did Joby overcome it? I mean, like the struggles,、mm. and then how did you sail、mm. through all this, the the long, the long, oh, long oh. dark chapter? Many sleepless nights.、Mm. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Story time. It was the dark age of Malaysia MCO, <laughs> and you know everything was stopped. There was supply chain disruption. A lot of、mm. stocks because we import our nuts, okay, from places like Argentina, US, and a lot of places. So a lot of things were stuck there, and、uh, we managed to order some peanuts today because we heard some news. But the bad, the sad thing was, we didn't order enough glasses. I mean, I mean the glass jar. So I remember very clearly. I think it was the first week of MCO. Immediately, police were around our our factory, really, and they said you have to close down. But we were like, huh? I thought essential can continue run. We are food one.、Mm. Yeah, but they say no, no. I say you close, you close. Then okay, we close off. Then we wanted、mm. to order glass jar. Hopefully, when it opens, it can do. Then we found out our glass jar、uh, manufacturer, they juri juri go and manufacture during MCO period, and they were shut down twice, <laughs> and they can open it. So we we thought of a lot of things. We say okay, we don't do glass, we do plastic. Then plastic also cannot do. Then we wanted to do another product. We call it granola at that time. Also, shipment stuck. Everything was stuck. So we tried out a lot, a lot of different things to hopefully come up from the situation. Cannot, doesn't work.、Mm. So it comes to a point of time, me,、uh, our CEO Victor, Debbie, we sat down and say, this continue,、uh, there will be no more job here, basically.、Mm. So we, what, what we did to to salvage this situation was we went and write a very lengthy post and say, hey, this is our situation, and we have no stock. So, this is what we're gonna do. Okay, we're gonna sell our products、uh, with a forty-five day pre-order rate.、Mm. Okay, if you think our product is good and you want to support us, here's a here's a promo code of ten ringgit, which was about half price at that time, lah. Because we just want to survive, honey, and we didn't want to fire any of our employees、mm. because everyone was having pay cut and everyone was firing, and we said no,、nope, we're not having it. We're not gonna fire everyone. We're not gonna have any pay cuts, and we did. And thank God, lah. Okay, they were here with us, and we survived. We survived that with the help of fellow Malaysians, lah.、Mm. So we felt very grateful, and really the one Malaysia feeling, lah. Where a lot of people say, "Hey, you gotta make it out alive, you know." And we'll be here with you, and we're so touching, you know, at that time. So、mm. 
yeah, that's how we got out of that situation. After many trials and errors, failed products, mm. and we thought we, we're not gonna make it. We thought we're gonna be just a history in Malaysia, and yeah, mm. here we are, still alive and kicking. Mm. Hey, uh, honestly, I really saw your post. I I didn't know about Joby. Okay until the first or second MCO where I okay. saw my friend and then not just one but quite a few of them shared about your post and they said please support them very nice that was when I learned about Joby mm-hmm. yeah so actually you got a lot of supporters diehard mm-hmm. fans are actually mm-hmm. we can say I'm grateful we have a lot of fans no you should give yourself a cre- the credit because of your food quality that's I why you have the support I find it very hard to take any credits because I know that wherever we are today it's not because of what both of us did. Mm. It's accumulations of a lot, a lot of collective uh, help from friends, uh, from fans, from suppliers, from a lot, a lot of people. Even the government helped us quite a lot also. So I, I find it very hard to take a lot of credit and I give all credits to everyone that's ever helped us to become where we are today. I think that's一个感的因为我们那时候有一个packer他平常是pack东西包他不懂software他不懂他不是很懂电脑的东西我们就讲你现在做卡什么service去学software他就好我去学software因为那时候卡什么service我们用software所以那时候还去学所以大家都很乐意
very weird ideas like we want to launch a dark culinary series mm. okay so recently we launched something in april Fool. a lot of people think it was a joke you know it's not a joke it's a real product we launched something called macau hijau okay macau. it's m-a-c-a-u not macau hijau okay so it's macau hijau and it's a green pea spread okay so it's dark culinary is basically taking very weird not usually seen ingredients and we made it in spread and it's usually healthy one lah. so something like the green pea one lah. so mm. maybe in the future we have something more okay but weird weird one lah. so that's the fun thing we want to do using very localized product mm. very proudly made in Malaysia and using specialties from Malaysia to I mean show the world who Malaysians are lah. so we want people to see that you know when people say ah, huh Malaysia is it Singapore no no malaysia is malaysia okay so we want people to know who malaysia is and how okay i'm, I'm being proud a bit how awesome we are okay <laughs> so then how we do that it's usually by food like it's the common language around the world everyone eats from right now so we want to show malaysia is the the best place for food yeah okay. this is uh malaysia is the food heaven uh, yeah, to me yeah, yeah. really yeah. Uh. Yeah. No country beats Malaysia when it comes yeah, to we, food. We got your eyes, Singapore. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> okay, later a lot of Singapore fans will come and roast me. <laughs> but your peanut butter really got uh, channel to Singapore, right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so you want to make sure that you want to cover. Let, let's do Southeast Asia first, and then gradually, and then you. Let's want to do Malaysia. Malaysia first, first yes. Mm. The fans should have us first, lah, and we should have them they should have us we should support each other before we go out because when you have a strong base anything happens outside because you don't know culture you don't know their culture you don't know their taste buds and anything anything bad happens as a contingency plan malaysia will still always be your home they will support you okay now we'll go back to the hey an liao li debbie so actually whose idea was that majority of the weird weird things in joby mm. right all came out from him because he's the yeah. weird idea in the company I probably lost some few <laughs> screws when I was born. Uh, so when when you jump off from your yeah when, when I was very house. young, uh, I once thought the floor was was a swimming pool and I jumped. I got eight stitches on my head actually. So probably from there, I either I either turn into a super villain or I turn into a super weirdo. Uh, you so turn into a super genius. Super weirdo for now. Uh, okay. Oh, super so, genius. <laughs> so I got a lot of weird, unaccepted ideas. Those that you see are approved one. Those you haven't seen. I disapprove yes. by our own team <laughs> uh, because I'm, I'm too weird sometimes and I, I understand that. Uh. And then you, you just go with it. Yeah, we, we, will, we will argue a lot. Uh. Uh, not to say just go with it because we the way we build our company and our organization is very fair one. It's you think you can do, do it, prove to everyone, but do it in a smaller, uh, safer, safer amount. So like we first launched our Macau hijau, we plan to sell about 1,000, 2,000 bottles only. So nothing huge like a pallet or a container worth. Uh, so we built, built a proof of, proof of work and then mass scale it. Uh. That's it. Uh. So very fair. Anyone has any idea in Joby can then mm. say, hey, I got this idea. I'm going to start with 100, 200 volume or maybe even 1,000. I'm going to prove from there. Uh. So that's how we work in Joby it's a very democratic way also. Actually, how long did the idea materialize uh, for Macau Hijau? Uh, the concept was actually was actually out in 2021 because I was in the verge of being insane from MCO. Then I say one day I'm gonna create something that will make people feel my insanity. Then <laughs> <laughs> and then one day 
I went shopping in a bakery store and saw this green powder. I'm like, oh, kryptonite. That's my first thing in my mind. Then uh, I went and bought it. It was actually some <clears> green peas and I experimented with them. And uh, because it was in a powder form at that time, it was dehydrated, crushed into powder, uh, green peas. Uh. So I experimented and said, oh, please, nice well. Okay, let's make it happen. Let's go, let's go. Dark culinary. And this is the light series. I have more, more outrageous one. Uh. But we start with the light one first. Law. So it, take, it took about a month from uh, making the flavor to having the concept, the marketing and whatnot, because it's a very small amount, so we can move very fast. If it's something bigger, like maybe the usual usual uh, flavors that we have, usually we order about a few thousand worth one or a few tens of thousand bottles worth one, those probably will take half a year, la, from three months to half a year, depending how fast we move. Yeah. Why we don't do, do almonds and those what? La? Okay, I am a person that seeks a lot of thrill and no doubt, I, I sometimes love criticism at the same time. Uh. When people say, Macau hijau, green color can eat me, then I feel excited, you know, I get, I get euphoria. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh. I say, okay, try it now. <laughs> and I have fun in that. And if you do like almond, they say, oh, okay, it's going to taste nice. They be nice to you. And like, okay, it's another day. Uh. So I guess I'm the one responsible for doing something weird. Uh. Those like normal one, mm. I guess the rest of my team, they can easily make it happen. Yes. Uh. So, and that sets us apart also because Joby is a brand that stands for um, something special. We, mm. we want, because a brand ultimately is a trust. A trust in what? A trust in quality and trust in what? For us, it's more like a trust in innovation. A trust in, yeah, quality is of course one of them. But the innovation part is really where we really shine, you know. Like the Macau hijau and previously you have a gamer's nut butter. Yeah, that, 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 that was actually the next question I want to ask about that one. Yeah. You call it Pong, is it? Yes. How did it all happen? One fine day, a, a company called Zotac, which I've never heard because I'm not a gamer, emailed us. And my CEO freaked out because he's a gamer. He's like, oh, Zotac's fighting us. And oh, who's Zotac? Okay. So then he's like, it's a gamer company, a very big company. Is they want to collab with us? Then I said, huh? Co collab do what? Oh, I don't know how to game it. You ask me to play Mario, okay lah. So then he said, okay, go 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 talk to them, have some inspiration from there. And I talked to them and then after that I say, gamers nut butter. Then my CEO was like, what? What? what, what uh? Gamers nut butter? Uh? Okay, time to go to the drawing board. So when, when I want to create it, when we want to create it, we want to be, of course, stand out lah. Okay, so we wanted to name after one of the first games ever created. It's a game called Pong by Atari. So it's like a table tennis, the ball moving. It's called Pong. So we wanted to pay homage to the first game ever created because we wanted to be the first gamer's nut butter in the world. I haven't seen mm. one in the world yet. La, so it's, it's that. La. So a lot of concepts went through there. Like because it's Pong, la, so you will see the Pong in the label design. There's also some Morse code, secret Morse code to cryptic message yeah, on there. If you go and decipher out, it's had, it has some words on it and it has some very weird numerical numbers equation that means something also. So very gamer centric. And the ingredients, we are actually using uh, very healthy ingredients. It's a superfood. Uh, it's freeze dried blueberries and strawberries. Mm. Why these two types of fruits? Eh? Because uh, before we talk about even freeze dried, uh, okay, I'm getting very excited. Sorry if I'm being very technical because I love doing all this stuff. So when you're taking uh, when you're doing gaming, uh, 
you probably game for like six hours maybe mm. five hours six hours or even three hours and the study show that you should not stare at the screen continuously for probably an hour or so lah. so that impacts your eye a lot and i wanted to help gamers uh, with their eyes because screen on top not very good mm. so i i found that you know a lot of f1 racers they eat a lot of blueberries for their eyes also mm. so i thought it was very good and we and i also wanted to incorporate uh strawberries because it's one of the most compact in vitamin c type of fruits and the reason why we use freeze dried and not normal dried huh? okay although the cost can go up to two three times normal one you know very very high and very expensive we imported our our stuff you know so freeze dried when you do freeze dried you actually preserve all the all the nutrients and it makes the flavor much more crispy also and more crunchy and more delicious which a lot of people don't know the price tag is of course high due to the freeze dried fruit but the nutrients i tell you it's it's awesome uh, that's that's it uh. so it tastes somewhere along a pb and j peanut butter and jelly with peanut butter and a strawberry uh, because it's peanut butter with all those fruit is acidic acidic a little bit so very crunchy so and it was very special because why pong isn't a product that was created to be spread on the bread mm. uh, it was created to mimic a power gel marathon runners they eat the gel straight away like an energy bar like that so directly because the the cream inside there is very hard because of all the fish track food we added quite a lot inside so you scoop uh, it's one big lump so we wanted them to like instead of like eating maggie eating chips you can show it this very healthy snack so we don't put syrup we don't put essence we don't put colorings that's why you you don't see that very vibrant blue or red color you see peanut butter and a, a lot of small small cut up fish track foods inside there yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Because, uh, because, uh, in 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 Malaysia, peanut butter, Huasenjiang, itself,本身就不是一个比较common的食物，很多人现在还会比较喜欢盖亚巴德，是我们的传统嘛，对不对？可是呃呃，我这个不只是花生酱，而且还是要straight to的，straight how was the uh, acceptance so far for this one? I think one? we're going to sell very soon already. So, we, if there's enough demand, we will launch it maybe in Christmas time again. So, I think we're down last to our 100 plus bottles only, I think. Okay, for the last question, it's a very must-ask question one. But there's two here. Do I really like peanut butter or not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm allergic to peanuts actually. <laughs> no, it's too big. But I am allergic to peanuts. Uh, yes. Okay, describe more, please. Okay, I was making peanut butter at one day and I was eating so much that it was not a normal normal dosage for average because human. Because we used to test every batch yeah, we used when to we make the peanut butter. Yeah. So after tasting too much, I began to cry like a six-year-old girl. My tears were like coming out and I was coughing like crazy, wheezing like crazy. And then I called my mom, you know, I said, Mom, am I allergic to any food? I thought it was outside food because I never had any problem before except for some regular coughing. So she said, yeah, you are allergic to peanuts and you took and that, that was, long to tell me. <laughs> that was the second year into our business, yeah. right? So I drove straight to a house, a half an hour drive. I took some medication which I used to take when I was younger and mm. I stopped taking it on my older days. Then I, eat all that. Then I said, okay, next time maybe I don't eat too much. Thanks, mom. So, what is your advice for young and budding entrepreneurs out there? 
Mm. Young one, as in they have already made the business, or no? Maybe young like you when during okay. the time that young like you when you started the business. He always remind us, uh, remind me about something that is uh, in Chinese is 眼睛关起来，耳朵关起来，啊，然后就抓紧拳头，就去冲。头要头要冷，心要热，所以I think I touched the mic。头要冷，心要热，耳朵关起来，抓紧拳头跑。Why心要热？Because you have to be passionate in all situation。Because business journey isn't a very logical one。嗯，there's a study。Uh，in 9 out of 10 died in the span of 10 years. So it's not logical really. Why would you want to join something that has only a 10% rate of success? So those days that are very hard, it's not logical. And you can rely on illogical passion to to make you stay. And why your head must be cold, mm. it's become in any situation like COVID, like MCO. Just remain calm and know that you will survive whatever you need to survive. And if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, it's fine. You can always start over again. And why you need to close your ears, okay? It's there's going to be so much rumors, so much backlash, so much naysayer mm. that sometimes it overwhelms you and mm. You feel crushed, you feel demotivated, you feel like nobody cares about you. Mm. Those are the days that it's better to just turn off all the sounds and mm. focus on what you do, focus on what you love. And when you really clench your fist, draw Ching Chuan To, the last one, just go, don't look back. But I have a different analogy right now as I age. La, right mm -hmm. now, it's if you're young, like I was in 20 years old, uh, probably find something that is called a why so find your own why and the thing is the easier the why is the easier you you simplify it the better it is because it becomes a concept it becomes a subconscious that will push you forward okay my why was very simple okay it wasn't to save the world make malaysia better or whatever my why was basically i want to make her happy <laughs> i wanted to take care of her that was my why and i found out very later in my point of entrepreneurship in those very tough days when i was crying like a girl when i was like hiding behind the whole world doing a lot of criticism she was the she was probably the thing that flashed in my mind so back to the thing when you find your why uh young people from malaysia like me you you probably will know that from all those entrepreneur stories i've heard it's not going to be very easy but it should be a special why to yourself huh? so those things can never be taken away from you when you have that very strong motivation and it also keeps you grounded why huh? <laughs> very simple if i'm very rich today my why was to take care of her if i'm very rich very successful i go touch with her i go find another woman <laughs> that why will help me stay grounded and say hey remember why you started this journey and mm. today you're successful already and you still have to take care of your why it keeps you and it helps you remind you why you do what you do or not you'll be missing in your life already so if so everyone's why if your why is to make malaysia a better place then one day you're successful and leave malaysia then you lost your why idea it's very important for me uh, you can be flexible in all times but some things you must be stubborn nine out of ten entrepreneurs are stubborn to the core one uh.
those that I know at least. So let that why be in your down times and in your up times. What are your advice for other couples who are running a business?嗯，可不可以的话，就不要一起当business工。OK，因为我真的是很痛苦的。你呃，如果不是当business呢，就算是一起工作啊，也是会有很多呃，事事跟公司会呃掺在一起的时候，然后要用一段时间不断不断的